Hey, uh, mitts and chicks. He scores! Sider wins it for Detroit! Mo Sider with his first National Hockey League goal! It's too good to be true, but believe it! Oh, hell, hell! His first career National Hockey League goal on the biggest of stages! Uh, thanks for the support. Appreciate uh, you guys supporting me and uh, the Sharks. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Mitts and Chicks podcast. It has been a while. We apologize. We we are trying to be more consistent, but we're very, very busy gals. Um, and we've got we've got a hell of a lot to talk about. The season started. <laughs> It's definitely been an interesting start, I think. Like, not what I expected from a lot of different teams. Can we talk about the Devils being good? I know. I was just going to say, I love the beginning of the season because the sample size is so small that there are stats that are just absolutely ridiculous, and there are teams that should not be good. The Arizona Coyotes are in a playoff spot right now. You love like, to see it. Small sample size. Like you love to see it. I think there was um there was a stat that I saw. I don't it does not pertain anymore. Um, but a couple weeks ago, um, it was probably like five, seven games into the season. And I saw one of those like hockey Instagrams post. Um Connor McDavid has the same number of hat tricks this season as Austin Matthews has goals. Because it's the very beginning of the season. Um, That is a stat and a half. But um, that is a stat for sure. So uh, that's why I love the beginning of the season. It's just like the sample sizes. It's it's amazing. I love it. I was going to say, we can talk about the Devils being good. We can talk about the Red Wings being the Red Wings. Um, Because like, the Red Wings have, I want to say, I'm going to double check this so that I'm not lying on the podcast. Um, I believe the Red Wings have three regulation losses. I'm double checking that really quick if my app loads. Um, but the point is, we have three regulation, sorry, four regulation losses now. And I do believe that every single one of those losses, except for maybe one of them, was at a four-goal deficit or more, four-plus-goal deficit. The rest of them are wins or OT losses. So clearly the Red Wings have some stuff to work on. Poor guys. Collapse. Oof. And all of our um, injuries, because we had a really good offseason, and everyone's like, oh, you have depth now? You think you have depth? Well, let's find out. So we got Bird out, Vrana out. Luff got fucking murdered in the face two times in a row. 
Um, who else is out? Fabry, Wallman, um, Soderblom. Uh, I thought he Sonny was playing. Came back from injury. Oh no, Soderblom. Yeah, I, I keep mixing up Soderblom and Sunny. They're well, both like, very I'm, tall boys. But like, speaking of awful things happening on IR for a team, the Blue Jackets. Oh my God! When I saw that update tweet earlier, I. I laughed. I don't I know how laugh. it fit into one tweet. There are so many names. I mean, it's I was, just, I it's know. just crazy. It's so bad. I was talking to um, Riley, our Blue Jackets fan friend. Uh, poor, poor girl. And she's like, she's like, I would say this is going to get us bedard, but knowing this team, we're going to finish second to last in the league. <laughs> I was like, that's so true. Um, <laughs> I love her. I just, my problem with it, though, is that, like, I've been seeing a bunch of people being like, oh, Nick Blinkenberg still played on his broken ankle and he scored the empty net goal. Like, that's so good for him. Like, no, it's not. Can we not normalize, it's like, not. playing on injuries? Like, that should be something Literally. that's celebrated, especially if it's a broken ankle. Like, if you're hurt, go get help that's so like you're a, not out yeah. for as long instead of, like, celebrating. Oh, my God, he scored an empty we, net goal. We talked about this a little bit. Um, at the end of last season when they were releasing uh, all of the injury reports like at the ends of uh, series, like playoff series, because like Dreisaitl was playing on like eight different foot injuries or whatever and like someone was playing through broken ribs. So we talked about this, I remember, during the playoffs and like it's just like it's a really shitty culture in my opinion because I can completely understand and respect this culture of like being tough empowering through but if you're just like shortening your career by ruining all of your extremities when you play on injuries like that's why gymnasts careers end so early like you were saying Callie that's why um that's why a lot of people's careers are cut short because they end up with like sustained lasting injuries as a result of this and it's really fucked up that it's normalized so, Amen. Yeah. You know, oh, I also guys. I do want to say that like something that's also been really annoying me is that people are surprised that the Avs haven't been doing as well like as they were last year. But it's like half of our championship winning team is gone. Half of our depth is gone. Like, of course, we're not going to be Nicholas Abe Kubel. Oh my God, is gone. <laughs> we need to talk about that. Literally, bro. I miss that guy. I don't want to root for the... I did not want to root for the Leafs, and I do not want to root for the Caps. So... Caps are better than the Leafs, though. I think, to root for. I Caps better than the Leafs, but... Not by that much. Um, I don't even know what to say. Like, at this point, just... <laughs> at least it's getting ice time now. That's I'll true. never forgive the Leafs for, like, just doing that to him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely no respect for Leafs management or anything else. Literally. I mean, no respect for the Leafs, period, full stop. Like, <laughs> that's a different story. <laughs> We're not going to get into that. <laughs> At least we'll get, like, cool bag jackets with stars. Stars and so stripes. True. So true, so true. I, like, am going to need, now that we have a depth issue because of all of our fucking injuries, <laughs> Because the issue for the Red Wings is we have all these injuries, 
we have some like decent roster fillers in Grand Rapids, which is our AHL team. But if we pull all of our good guys out of Grand Rapids to fill our roster spots, then Grand Rapids is going to start playing like shit, which obviously my like priority is the Red Wings. But like, I don't want the Griffins to be bad because that sucks for everyone else's development. Right. So you're Slavkovsky. If you want to talk, <laughs> you want to have a friendly conversation in a, like a dark alleyway, hit me up. I'm there. You have time on your hands now that you're suspended. Um, you think you could but, take him uh, and Matt Dumba at the same time? I can and I will. I am so full of like rage and anger. I'm fueled by it and I could take them both down and probably it would take me like three minutes at most. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's the issue is like, I was going to say, um, the Red Wings should pick him up now that we need more depth. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. How have the Canes been doing? I feel like I haven't heard much from them. I know they beat the um, Oilers last night. This is really random, but this is the only stat that I want to offer is that Svech is at 100 career goals as of last night from a half. It's like kind of awesome. That's awesome. Like that's just like fun that it got to an even hundred. Isn't it his second? Wasn't that his second hat trick of the season? Yeah. He's eating. Go off. He's so cool. Um. Yeah. I like fun fact. I haven't been watching enough Canes games. Yeah. Okay, wait, we're, like, they're doing well. They're definitely doing well. But can we talk about how their power play currently is, like, looking very bad? Really? Yeah, and I just, like, I mean, like, that's really? always been a problem with us. Like, we've never had the greatest power play. We have a really good kill. But, like, th- that to me is mm-hmm. just so funny. Like, I... Oh, the Avs power play has been really good. We're, like, 50% or something. I, it's been, like, insane. Miko Rantanen Dude. has been going off lately. The Red Wings had a perfect PK through, I think, 17 kills. Um, which is why I love the small sample sizes, because it was very nice to see that. And then um, it got ruined. The power play was really good until it was really bad. But this, there we've had several games that were won solely based on our special team's ability to kill the penalty and um, move the puck on the power play. Um, We've also had games that were lost solely on the fact that we couldn't kill a penalty to save our lives and that we couldn't put a fucking puck in a goddamn net. The Slavkovsky um, misconduct, we had five minutes. Soderblom got this bogus penalty called on him because he's tall so when he was bent down and then he stood up, he, like, absolutely knocked a guy off his fucking feet because he's huge. And they called a penalty on him for him. One minute of power play, two minutes of four on four, and then we had two minutes left. Or no, sorry, it was two minutes of power play, two minutes four on four, and then we had one minute left of the power play. And on three minutes of power play and two minutes of four on four, we couldn't score a damn goal. And then we lost that game in a shootout. Oh, no. Check out Ali's shootout reaction video i was not i was in my my sorority house and my friend was sleeping on the couch next to me so i was trying really hard to be like conscious of that but like the editing thank you sometimes you just have to react yeah the way that you reacted yeah 
there's been a lot of like yelling in my room. Um, it's not great. I do I do show up to frats late if the game's not over because I have good priorities. As you should. Yeah, Guys, really big blessing. NHL sixty six has been working for me. Yay! That's good. That's good. in the past. I've seen some scary things on that platform, but it has not steered me wrong yet this season. So I'm feeling very really. Great. I know, like the first couple days of the season, you had to get like a VPN from outside the U.S. or Canada for it to work. Oh it yeah. Was, like, <laughs> that whole crazy thing but i decided to invest in the espn plus which has been saving me from the scary website on the school wi-fi no it's actually nice because last season i had espn plus and i don't anymore but like mark out market black mark out market blackouts no longer like are an issue for me here so it would make so much more sense if i still had it but that's okay same yup yup I wonder, there was, like, some drama in the past where people in Southern California were, like, getting Sharks games blacked out. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if, like, I couldn't watch Sharks games from L.A. Which wouldn't make any sense, but I had heard that sometimes they, they went far away. My wife, I just decided to bug really, really bad, so you were lagging really bad. But the market blackout not being a thing has been... Because it's, like... Sometimes I would get blackouts from Detroit and Chicago. I get blackouts from Minnesota games here. It's like, yeah, I'm going to pick up and drive to Minnesota NHL. Right. Sorry, guys. I love how highly they think of themselves. I I truly love it. Like, (laughs) (laughs) We're anti-market blackout. If if anyone important is listening to this, please, like... If I could go to the game, I would go to the game, but I can't Literally. go to the game. So how am I going to be a fan get... if I can't watch the game at home? Right, just saying. Get hard on anyone else. I want to know, like, just how, like the financials about it. Like, if they lifted the blackout. Full financial report. Full financial report. <laughs> Literally. But speaking of the sharks, oh, <gasps> it's time. Guys. Timo Meyer is on my fantasy hockey team, and he's actually saving my ass. Tim and Tage Thompson. Of course, um, the week that I was playing Allie was the one Tage Thompson decided to go off, but I still won by, like, four points. Dude, Callie was trailing me, like, by, like, 50 points for the full week, and then for some reason on the last day, she just, like, went fucking crazy and beat me by, like, four points i've never been more frustrated by anything in my entire life i've literally never been angrier i'm oh and four in fantasy right now and i'm losing to zach this week i'm about to be oh and five i'm so unhappy guys my fantasy team i missed the draft so i have like the throwaway team and it's so funny the criminal team for a while i like wasn't doing that bad yeah um but it's it's quite funny but anyways can we talk about team has 12 points in 15 games so proud of him he couldn't get it like started for the first couple games and then now he's just been like on a scoring spree and eric carlson insane insane yeah same as razor i tried to um trade with aiden to get carlson on my fantasy team and then he told me that um we should get canceled for that so (laughs) Mm -hmm. i just want carlson aiden (laughs) please 
Um, love it. I just kidding. I lost the words. No, no more speaking for me. I can't think. Um, yeah. So six goals, six assists. Took him a bit to get started, but he's he's going off now. Um, pretty pretty fire, if you ask me. I appreciate I how we choose fire. to ignore how the sharks are doing and just focus on how we Jones don't do we it. don't sh- 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 we don't want, they have a cool new jerseys, cool new jerseys, and Timo Meyer is uh, slaying, and that, in my opinion, is what matters. Truly, all that matters. That's what matters. All that matters. Will they get rid of him at the trade deadline? I'm really like interested because I wonder if he'll become a free agent because I really don't know if he'll sign again. Is he in the last year of his contract? I think so. Oh, the Sharks better get their shit together. Oh, yeah. Steve Dangle, if you hear this, how about you actually say something nice about our favorite player this time? So, yes, Steve. Jesus Christ. Sorry. He'll never be forgiven for that. He'll never be forgiven. Honestly, Nathan should not be forgiven either. He isn't. That's my opinion. (laughs) Why are the Kraken doing well in standing? That's also a little bit scary. That is also a little alarming, to be honest. That freaks me out a little bit. I'm not mad about it. I love them. I'm a certified Kraken fan. Like but, they're fully um, good. I I don't yeah. I don't know what to what else to say about it, other than that I enjoy watching them from what I've seen. <laughs> okay, Same. hear me out. But I'm the Kraken are the Red Wings of the West. I still don't agree with that statement. <laughs> I, I gotta see like where that. you're coming from. Okay, energy wise, I get it. But the well, Kraken yeah. have existed for a season, and the Red Wings have one of like the greatest hockey histories in the league. So you sound so um, pretentious. <laughs> I know, I know, and I'm allowed to be pretentious because I root for an original six team that has the most Stanley Cups out of any American team. So sorry that I'm being a little pretentious, but um, that is my guys. Last night I was hanging out with some friends and I'm in this friend group and I'm the only person in the friend group who is not from Texas. And I was talking about like going home for Thanksgiving and everything. And obviously when I talk about going home for Thanksgiving, I have to mention Chicago. That's how it works because that is where I am from. That is home. And my friend Megan was like, because there's this other guy who didn't know I was from Chicago He's like, why are you going to Chicago? I was like, that's home. And Megan's like, yeah, Alice from Chicago. She's really pretentious about it. <laughs> I was like, okay, Megan, you don't have to be mean about it. But she's right. I am pretentious about it. Um, yeah. If I were from a worse place or rooted for a more annoying team, I wouldn't be so pretentious. But, you know, it's the Red Wings, man. It's the fucking Red Wings. You're valid for it. Don't worry. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so we're obviously very busy. And um, we don't get to talk to each other a lot, which is very, very depressing. Kelly and I were recently reminiscing about our trip to Vegas for All-Star um, this past February. And we were like, you know what? 
we deserve to be sappy and reminisce and talk a little bit about Vegas. And we've been promising a Vegas episode since we started this podcast. We've been promising the Timo Meyer lore since we started this podcast. And um, I don't know. I like sometimes I go through the pictures and it makes me sad. I've got a picture wall in my dorm and there's like a bunch of pictures from Vegas in there. And I don't know. I just like, I miss it. I miss you guys. We need to go back to Vegas. Like not is even like all star. We just need to go to Vegas. Is it a Mandela effect that I think we've told the Timo lore before? We might have. We, we haven't. Have. We haven't. I know we haven't. We, we never haven't. have. Wait, seriously? Huh. Oh, good. I thought we had. Interesting. No, we've just been hyping it up for so long. <laughs> All right. Maybe we should start there. Well, should we start like chronologically or just chronologically? So I'm chronologically, I arrived in Vegas and Callie made a little sign on her phone for me that said, Welcome home from Rehab Alley. So that was really cool. Um, thank you, Callie. <laughs> the picture you want to start we'll, at the beginning. We'll put some of these pictures on our social medias, but like that was so funny. It's my favorite moment of the trip, probably. Yeah. Oh, okay, wait. You weren't there for that. Madeline was there for this, but it was earlier that day because, Ali, you missed, mm-hmm. like, the quote-unquote, like, first day when most of us went to I was so fanfare. depressed about it. This is Thursday. For, like, this is mm-hmm. Thursday, February 3rd, for people who are asking. But, um, oh, <laughs> I... Who's counting? <laughs> I met Nick Suzuki in the airport. <laughs> I forgot about that. I always forget that that happened. There was this one kid in our program named Blake, and we we love Blake dearly. And for some reason, he was just like a magnet to players and attracted everyone and their mother that weekend. And there were just so many funny photos of like him and people that we like him and Brady Kachuk on like an escalator or something. Like just everywhere he turned, <laughs> there was a player. It was, it was like actually mortifying. Like he met more players alone than the rest of the people there combined. It was terrible. Except for the Dorfers. Except for the Dorfers. They need their own episode to talk about that, because... Oh, God. For context, the um, players were staying at the Waldorf Hotel? Is that what it was called? And, um... Wait, before anyone comes for this, this was, like, a known fact, because they had, like... You know, like yes. there are people waiting outside for autographs, so we're not like I don't know revealing any. Yeah, information we did not stalk them. No. We're not revealing any information. Everyone knew that they were staying at the Waldorf, and um, <laughs> a couple of the people in our program were like, "Like, we want to go wait outside and see if anyone will come out, and we can take a picture with them or get an autograph." And everyone who didn't want to do that was like, "What's wrong with you? <laughs> like, leave them alone." But they were like, no, 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 we're going to go to the Waldorf. And they henceforth referred to it as dwarfing. So whenever we had a break in the day, like between activities and between game stuff, they'd be like in the group chat, like, hey, we're going dwarfing, who's coming? And everyone would be like, why are you like this? What are you doing? What's wrong with you? And they're like, we're just, you know, we're just, it's their job and we're just trying to get, and like, 
like okay fine like i understand it's their job but when we have one buddy who took a picture with andre vasileski and vazi looked like he wanted to kill someone maybe himself he looked so miserable and zach was like yeah he was like really miserable it was like kind of weird i was like zach you took a picture you asked this man for a picture in line for coffee he hasn't had his morning coffee yet and you're asking him for pictures like you're the problem you're the issue it's not him anyway that's what dwarfing means and then i found out that uh when young gravy was in wisconsin was in madison uh callie texted me because she's friends with a couple of my friends from middle school because i introduced them or not middle school sorry high school and she's like ali i'm taking simona and hannah dwarfing <laughs> To find Young Gravy. I was like, no. No. It wasn't my idea. It wasn't my idea. It's a bad one. Who was the player that the Dorfers like didn't recognize? It was Yossi. I was just gonna mention that. They took a picture with him and were like, who is this? They sent it to the group chat and they were like, guys, who is this? And I remember I think this was in the Instagram group chat, so Josie was on it, and Josie is the um Predators fan. And she was like, that's Roman Yossi! What's wrong with it? Like, she was mortified that they couldn't recognize him. It was so funny. Then I don't really remember the context of this, but, like, just looking through the photos, I they, like, thought one random guy was a player, but it just turned out to be, like, a random Australian man. It was I don't remember who it looked like. No, because they, <laughs> they walked up. Because <laughs> they walked up to him. They were like, hey, like, I think they literally asked him if he was a player and he responded in like a thick Aussie accent or something like that. It was so strange. It was so weird. And all of this really happened while all, I, I all the girlies were it. together getting like crepes and coffee from our favorite place. We Every were being adorable. We would go there. And they were being weird. Yeah, there was a really good crepe place. We stayed in the Bellagio. There was this really good crepe place in the, or like a cafe in the Bellagio that had crepes and stuff. I think we should talk about snacks. So, in the Bellagio Casino, there's a little room, and it has a big sign on it, and it says snacks. So, you can go into, it's just snacks. It's not like a restaurant, it doesn't have a name, it's just snacks. So, you and you go snacks, you enter snacks, you buy, a, like, a slice of pizza for, like, ten bucks. And you get, like, a shitty chocolate chip cookie, and that's, like, four dollars, right? And... The fries were really good. I'll give them that. The fries were gas. But, like, nothing that they sold was worth, like, the 80 bucks that it cost because it's Vegas. And literally, it was open all night because it's in the casino. And we went to snacks all the time. All the time. And Callie and I were joking um, that someone was going to get married at the Bellagio Wedding Chapel because the Bellagio Hotel has a wedding chapel. And we were going to get catering from snacks. And it was just, like, a running joke over the weekend because like I don't know it's just funny it's snacks like that's funny I don't know I don't know I enjoyed it it wasn't I thought it was very silly. good food it was just snacks it was not it wasn't and, but every day we would just like new people would just join the group that went because mm. I remember it was like right when you got here it was like four of us and then for some reason we were all yeah. there the next morning and there was like that was like 20 of us and then yeah by the that night all the parents had joined and then we just yep. we took up all of snacks that was snacks. oh my god snacks is where snacks is where y'all met my family for the first time that's where aiden wormed his way into the heart of my family 
I took Aiden to prom, and my mom still asks about him. My mom's like, how's Aiden doing? I'm like, mom? He's fine. Like, what do you want from me? Um, But yeah, that was also when Aiden got my brother's seal of approval for being chill, I think is the word he used. Um, But yeah, and then one of the nights we were like, we want snacks, like, can we get dinner? But a couple of the, like, younger power players' parents didn't want them, like, walking on the Vegas Strip in the middle of the night. So, um, so we couldn't, like, go out on the Strip. We were, like, gonna go get dinner, like, across the Strip or something. But, like, some of the parents were, like, no. We were, like, okay, fine. But, like, we are not eating snack. The only restaurants in the Bellagio are, like, the bars and the casino, the cafe that was closed, and snacks. And we were, like, can we just, like, hang out maybe somewhere without parents? And I made the mistake of offering my room. So everyone came to my room. My sister was there, poor girl. And I was playing my playlist because it's my room and I make the rules in my room. And Brooke kept asking, Brooke's been on the podcast a couple times. Brooke kept asking me to play Bobby Shmurda. And when I tell you that I almost kicked that boy out of my room, out of the hotel... I'm so serious. I wanted to die. I wanted to scream a little bit. But it was fun. There's some cute pictures from that night. It was it was a good time. So the first no, within the first like five minutes of meeting Mads in person for the first time, um, we got approached by this giant Dunkin' Donuts coffee mascot holding a hockey stick. And it is <laughs> the most terrifying photo that exists. It's why does Duncan have a co- mascot? Why? Also, like the first day that we all met each other, or most of us met each other, we were like chasing around Gritty frantically trying to get photos. And the way that the person in the Gritty suit hated my guts, it was crazy. At least you didn't get into a fist fight with Tommy Hawk. Like, I Someone wish did. I was okay. I'm so frustrated because I, so my parents didn't want me to miss school, so that I had to come in on Thursday night. So I missed the whole day at fanfare, which means I did not get to meet Gritty and I did not get to fist fight Tommy Hawk. And for those of you who don't know, Tommy Hawk is my mortal enemy. I hate that thing so much. And I got in a fight with Tommy the Hawk and I really wish I was there because I would have helped literally heartbreaking literally tragic yeah day one just involved mostly um, but the other thing that I remember yeah yeah um the other thing that I remember fondly is sitting on the glass with Madeline and Kaylee and Rylan trying de- and Zach as well trying desperately to get anyone to notice us literally anyone at all and we kept taking, we have like a million selfies from just us trying to take a picture and waiting for someone to like pop up in the, like behind us through the glass. And on um, Skills Day, like the day of the actual All Star game, I wore an All Star jersey. But the day of Skills, I was wearing my Larkin jersey. And I was so frustrated. I was like, Dylan Larkin, if you don't give me a puck right now, Callie, that's such a cute picture. There's a cute picture of me and Callie because I got a puck from Larkin and she got a puck from. Stamkos. Where'd you get your puck from? Stamkos. Stamkos, nice. 
So, um, but yeah, I sat on the glass banging on. I was the only person there in a Red Wings jersey. And I've told the story before. It was so frustrating. I wanted to puck so bad. Um, but then he tossed me one. And best moment of my life ever. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. But yeah, those pictures are super cute of us up on the glass. Even if no one is actually in them. We've got a bunch of the back of Aho's head. Um, you know, good stuff. Oh, Kaylee and Rylands, Tom Wilson versus everybody. What else, iconic. what else happened in Las Vegas? Um, so for anyone who follows uh, Anna and Brew on TikTok, they're lovely, lovely influencers. Very good energy, very good vibes. And um, if you followed them back in February, you might actually know that they were in Vegas for the All-Star Game. And we got to meet them. And they were the sweetest ever. And I found out, because I didn't even know this, that Brew is from Detroit. He's a Red Wings fan. Um, so when we met him, he saw my jersey. And he was like, go Red Wings. And I was like, oh, are we best friends now? And then I posted on my story like a picture of us and I tagged him and I said, fellow Red Wings fan. And then he reposted it on his story and he said, LGRW. And I was like, oh, we are our best friends. Got it. Cool. Chill. Awesome. So that was super fun for me. They were so sweet and I missed them. They were really, they were like just nice to us, like for how famous they were. <laughs> They were so nice, and they've been killing it. Like, I didn't really watch them before. I, like, knew of their existence, and I thought they were cool. But um, but they've been doing some big things. So the other big thing that happened, obviously, is the Timo lore, which I still wait. am pretty they sure. They need to wait about. for it. They need to wait. What else do we have to say? Machine Gun Kelly. We got to see. No. <laughs> Dude, I saw Machine Gun Kelly a lot of Palooza. Well, we got to see him before that. Yeah, the- we got to see him perform live at the NHL All-Star Game because someone somewhere decided that the uh, Venn diagram of NHL fans and Machine Gun Kelly fans does indeed overlap, which I do not think is the case in reality. But Mads took a know. video of Gritty dancing to Emo Girl, and that's still the greatest thing that ever existed. Red that was like the most entertaining part. I, from what My I know, the, from what I know, the NHL yeah. didn't like post a ton of content of Gritty during that performance, and that like would have gone so viral. I have it in the TikTok drafts. I will post it. The video you took, beautiful, beautiful. My favorite part of the performance was um, there were a couple players sitting on the ice with like up against the boards with like their legs out just like with their phones recording machine gun kelly and they looked like toddlers it was really cute it was pretty funny no i was just like who's part. this <laughs> probably um but it was it was really funny i enjoyed it. that was that was um he came down from the sky it was like such a thing it, it was, is it was really weird like suit <laughs> yeah yeah Machine Gun Kelly, man. What an enigma. An enigma. That's a word. So after the all, like actual All-Star game, we got we got the special tickets um, into the mm-hmm. after block party thing, which was like, it was this like nice setup in some like courtyard of some hotel next to the arena. And it was like pretty. It was like, you know, 
it looked like a wedding reception but um and while we were there we got to meet some like really cool people like people met the um the caps broadcasters have you met anson carter we met um Callie made me hold her hand people. to go talk to Jared Bednar because she was scared to talk to him. She's like, Allie, will you will you come talk to him with me? I was like, yes. He's scary. I will, I will admit he's very imposing in person. Super nice. Super nice dude. But like, he's like super nice. Yeah, tall. but intimidating. Yeah. So I, yeah, I do admit yeah, Allie did have definitely. to hold my hand to go talk to Jared Bednar. It was funny. He made and her then day, afterwards. Though afterwards my mom was like are you dating that cali girl and i was like no and she's like you were holding hands at block party i'm like yeah because cali was being a little bitch (laughs) affectionately though but no i was literally like mom what's wrong with you i love you to break it to you this podcast now hey mom how are you (laughs) sorry it was really funny though it was really funny um anyway you know yeah i was like mom what are you talking about um i'm exposing her and she literally listens to this podcast that's kind of embarrassing anyway um so yeah we met all these like super cool people and then oh wait two of our friends were two of our friends were going around um taking pictures with people who they thought were like celebrity doppelgangers like they found a guy who looked like tom brady and they found a guy who like looked like a just a bunch of other different people who looked like other people and they just compiled it into an instagram post was so funny it started because we met this kid who looked kind he didn't actually look like jack hughes but from the back his hair vaguely looked like, like jack hughes and so after we like talked to him for a little bit, they were like, can we get a picture with you anyway and say that we met Jack Hughes? And he was like, sure. And then after that, they just started like finding people and like it got like less and less similar looking to the celebrities they were claiming these people looked like. They like, at first it was like, oh yeah, I can see how this person could kind of look like that person. And at one point it was just like random people. They asked me, like my family left early and they asked me, they were like, where's your dad? And I was like, he went home, why? They're like, oh, we were going to take a picture with him and say he was Ben Affleck. <laughs> um, and then, they, yeah, they made like an Instagram post of it. And they're like, met so many p- cool people at Black Party. And they like tagged the celebrities in the post that they claimed these people looked like. And they simply didn't. It was very funny. Oh, we met some dude who I looked like it. Zed. Um, and it turned out to just be some random Vaguely. employee. And then he gave us Dunkin' Donuts gift fair, cards. Yes, he did. Oh, I remember that. We did get Dunkin' gift cards. That was fun. Um, Zed was in town for for All Star, um, but that just wasn't him. <laughs> so, you know, um, what else happened at Block Party? Is it now time? We- I think it's time. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Yes, it's been over. It's been twenty-one and a half episodes. Come on, or twenty and a half episodes. I guess this is twenty-one. So it was Madeline's dad who started the whole thing. Or why don't you start? start Thanks, John. Okay, well, yeah, my dad, who's like the goat. Um, all of a sudden, we're walking around um this little NHL after party or little block party. We're roaming. I'm like, maybe it's time to go find my family. So I'm looking around. I see my dad. He's mid-conversation. I approach him, and he's like, Madeline, Madeline, I have someone to introduce you to. 
And um, it turns out that my father somehow befriended um, Timo Meyer's best friends, like childhood best friends from home. Every single time he like has important things, um, they fly out and they all hang out with Timo. It was like, we really went on a wholesome vacation sweet. together or something. Right after, yeah, they went to yeah. like Cabo. I don't know where they went. Well, Somewhere fun. Right after, but um, yeah, I just thought. Lines. Yeah, so we just just started a conversation about Timo. Um, didn't really have any thoughts on him until we met his friends, and we loved his friends so much that um, now we're just diehards. But that's the lore. I know it's a little yeah. underwhelming, but we think it's really it's funny, so funny because what are and, the odds? And Callie had like a connection to San Jose beforehand, anyway. So it was like, she's like, I'm already like vaguely a Sharks fan. I might as well put my entire heart and soul into supporting Timo Meyer. And the rest of us were like, yeah, like, fuck it up. Let's do it. That's why we're Sharks fans. Like, it's only because of Timo Meyer. And now my friends know it, too. They like, I have a friend who went to a Blackhawks game that I was not at. And it was against the Sharks. And she sent me videos of Timo, like, during warmups and stuff. It was very nice. Thank you for that, Jans, man. I appreciate you. Um, Thank you to Timo's like two or three random childhood friends. Because wasn't didn't they like just compliment your dad's hat, and then your dad's hat happened to be like the winter classic one that they sent out to all of us. Oh, uh, something like that. I think I forget. Madeline's like who even knows. <laughs> um, that's how it started. I don't know if that story was worth twenty episodes of build up, but we personally think it's really funny. So, um, yeah, that's why we that's why we love Timo, who, in case you're wondering, has 12 points in 15 games. And like his, I don't know, his friends were just really nice. Like they were nice they were to very, all very of sweet. us. Like when the, the three random girls who were all roaming together, yeah, like looking for Madeline's father, and they they just started talking to us, and like we just yeah. talked to them for like a solid 20 minutes. Like they're just nice people. So yeah. if you're listening and to this, Timo or friends, thank you, Timo or friends. They, uh, one of them complimented my jersey. I was wearing like the blue All Star jersey, and it was like the same exact jersey that everyone else was wearing because everyone got All Star jerseys. Um, and a lot of us got the blue one. <laughs> and he was just like, I like your jersey. I was like, thank you. Cool. Um, it was a time and a half. Very sweet. Super cool. I missed the block party. Was, that was so indeed. fun. Just roaming bumping into so many cool people people would be like i saw this person like down there and so we would all just be like running around the roaming the roaming was a good time honestly the whole weekend i really enjoyed like our downtime because we would just roam around the different casinos near us and like the hotels we ran we bumped into a guy so belaging dwarfing um what was interesting is like you know there's like a group of like anywhere between five and Fifteen kids, all wearing hockey jerseys, and like some people are wearing matching All Star merch because we got some free merch and stuff. And so, like, if you are associated with the NHL, you know what's happening there. You're like, oh, these people are here for All Star. And um, we met some cool people roaming as well. We met a guy. I can't remember exactly what he did for the Caps, but he let us all try on his um, Capitals 2018 Stanley Cup ring which is really cool because um, it's like even if you're not a fan of the team it's still really cool to like experience something like that 
Um, so we all have pictures of us in our Capitals Stanley Cup ring. And um, it predicted the future. Yeah, it's really cool. It's full circle. Because now our favorite player is on the Cavs. Yeah, there it is. Yep. We did this. We did this. That's the other thing since we did this. Since there are so many different like teams being represented by this like gaggle of teenagers um like people who work for all of those teams like that guy stopped us because he saw rylan in her capitals jersey but like everyone was wearing a different jersey right so like that's how we like met a bunch of cool people it was fun it was a good time i miss it me too so much and like everyone was just so nice like all of the employees we got to meet, meet like Ashley in person, and Brittany, if you're listening, thank you for like the best weekend ever. Brittany, we love you. Shout out to the NHL for bringing us together. So real. Also, ha- congratulations to all the new power players. Yes, oh yeah, new power players. There's babies. One of them There's said that though. she um she heard about the program <gasps> through the podcast. And applied because of us. So, like, you're welcome, NHL. You're welcome. I tell you, I almost cried when I heard that. When I tell you, I almost cried. Also, apparently, Brittany talked about us in, I can't remember if it was Brittany or Heidi, but I was like, when we were first introducing ourselves to the new kids, we were like, by the way, like, like you're really going to enjoy this. You're going to love these people. You're going to become really good friends with them. Like, I took one of these people to prom with me. And they were like, oh, yeah, we heard about that. I was like, excuse me? What? Um, apparently, I can't remember who it was, either Brittany or Heidi. I think it was Brittany was like, yeah, like, the program is, like, really great. And all the kids get close. And we've had a couple kids go to prom together. Um, because I forget that Brittany, like, follows us on Instagram. And we posted prom pictures. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was really fun. That's just, like, I don't know, a little recap of vegas there's so many more stories that i'm sure we'll find ways to tell and like we'll put some pictures online i'm sure you've seen a lot of them already because we really love to brag about it but seriously the best weekend ever with the best people ever and i miss you guys so much because i've only seen i miss you too i know did you see wonders i've seen i think i've seen both of you since then but not together because i saw madeline for lala Callie, when you came to my place, was that before or after? After. It was after, yeah. It was in, um, like, April. I don't know. Or maybe it was the end of February. Oh, yeah, you're right. The point is, I want to see you guys. Um, fortunately, one of my best friends from home also goes to school in LA, and two of my best friends from home also go to school in Madison. So, I have excuses to visit you guys and i'm gonna do it it's gonna happen we'll just have to like meet in the middle of us like some random town yeah that's just literally <laughs> but i miss you guys and i'm just turn into us gritty. being sad that's all this is now it's depressing thank you everyone for bearing with us while we got sad and reminisced <laughs> and um obviously no idea when our next podcast is going to be just because again we are in college but um we have some really exciting guests lined up uh for whenever we're able to get that going um 
and we'll see you all next time. Bye.